What it is, Danny Typewriter? How you doing? We've got too much show for you tonight. You guys are not ready for what's about to go down. Live from the Danny Typewriter downtown Los Angeles, Harmontown is now in session. Spencer Crittenden. Musical guest, two-time Grammy nominee, Robbie Fultz. Come on out, Robbie. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Maybe the one by two. Anywhere you like, Rob. And let's bring out the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Change that curtain. Yeah, the curtains are different. Curtain changer. It's curtains. Fire that curtain changer. Or or rehire them. Uh, change it back. I like my curtains. I like my curtain. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Wait. I, I have no uh I have no thingy for my I, my iPhone here. You have a thingy. It's just the wrong thingy. Fuck it. I, I, we're gonna rely on Zach. Zach, whenever we need a uh, like a beat, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you the finger, and we're gonna go. Huh? A little adapter thing. Steve. Steve Levy, everybody. Steve Levy. Steve Levy. I see. How are you feeling, Dan? I'm feeling good. I'm looking I, at your face. Well, I just, I've kind of like, you Constipated? Know, no, I just don't know. Like, Jeff's kind of a wild card, and I'm like, he's like, I can't plug my phone, and I'm like, is, is it upside down? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, I, I only have two things uh, I'm excited about. The pretzel bacon king. And uh, the new phenomenon that is, uh, well, the pretzel bacon king, whatever. You get the idea. There's a, it's, I, it's. It's a goddamn Burger King burger that's okay. like on the pretzel bun. I, I'm just, I, 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 I want to rob a bank. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to, but I, I just, don't need fast food. But that thing looks really good. God damn. damn it, pretzel bun! Like, first of all, big pretzel bun guy. Is there anybody who's like, like anti pretzel bun? Like, if you're on a plane and they come by with the basket and they're like, "What kind of bun do you want?" And there's a pretzel bun in there. Is anybody like, first of all, fuck that shit? Rob Schraub, everybody. <laughs> I'm a, I have a gluten allergy, oh. but so I can't eat pretzel bread. But I or miss any it. bread. Do you actually have a gluten allergy? Yeah, though? I'm celiac. Oh uh, shit! When did that happen? Like uh, apparently, like when I was born. I guess I don't know. How's that working out? For me, not good. I hate it because apparently <laughs> I doing, love doing his own Tyler Durden dialogue. <laughs> I can't but I knew that pe- pe- pretzel bread is the shit. Yeah, man. it's great. So, but I'm, I'm and this saying, has bacon. Saying for the first time in my life, I'm jealous of you. Can I put my phone here? So what the, yeah, you, you can sit here if you want. No, I just want you didn't 
invite me out. I'm sitting behind I, the I, curtain I, like an I, idiot. I was saving you. Like a piece of shit. I was saving you. We got. I, I told the audience we got too much show. We got Robbie. Robbie, how you doing, Robbie? Get it, you, you have a mic. You, you, no, there's mics everywhere. <coughs> yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. All right, good to see you. All right, we're all checked in. The only other thing I'm excited about is just the growing phenomenon of the uh, people tweeting videos of guys sleeping in their Teslas on the freeway. <laughs> what? Everybody keeps driving by, and these guys are just, like, nodded off behind their wheel of their Tesla. And what I love about it is, like, the, the, it's like, well, that's amazing. Like, I don't blame those people for taking the video. I don't blame them for posting it. They're like... Here's something you don't see every day. Sign of the times. This fucking dude is just asleep in his car on the freeway. What I find amazing is like you go down the rabbit hole of the the response that it evokes, and it's hilarious to me that it's like you have to have a war over whether the sleepy Tesla guy is a sign of it's everything is zero sum. Like, so the first people will be like, oh, real great. Yeah, just what we need. Like, more fucking bullshit. <laughs> on the freeway and then other people will be like I don't know looks like a pretty good fucking beta test to me Damn. and they're like beta test you fuck you fucking what if there was a baby on the freeway I think the car might stop <laughs> maybe wake him up what, what the fuck did you do today and people just go to war. They're going to war over a fucking blender. Like it's just like 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 you can't find middle ground here. The march of time ain't gonna stop. Cars gonna drive. Cars gonna drive. The guy shouldn't be asleep. The guy should not be asleep behind the wheel. I'm gonna tell you as a Tesla owner, I have spent what the amount of time I am willing to be behind the wheel with my eyes closed has spiked dramatically. <laughs> the reason is because formerly, when you, knowing that you're in a car that will absolutely stop sooner than your foot would stop, uh, if anything in front of it, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Guys, please welcome our guest for tonight. Uh, well, Robbie Folks is here. Uh, he's gonna. He's also our guest for tonight. Do you want him? To... Should he play? Because well, I don't. T- no, I think. Wait, uh, I, 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 I don't want to put Robbie on the spot. But what, instead of me playing one of my stupid little like like clips of music, do you want to play our guest on Robbie? Like like kind of like. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, hang on a second. Do you need like a? Do you need like a, Maybe Dan's boom mic for your for your guitar. This will probably pick it up. Dan, yeah. Dan, g- give him your boom. Dan, give him your boom. Give him your boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to meet the person who created the only <laughs> show that's better than anything I've ever done. Oh man. He Enemy. Whoa. I just threw that in because it seems more Spanish. <laughs> Please welcome Mitch Herway. Mitch Herway. Hello, Mitch. Rub. Sorry, I was back there waiting for Rob's introduction. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. Was like that ever gonna happen? Yeah, 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 what a bummer it is that he got short shrift, huh? Yeah. Shit. 
just it's so sad when Rob doesn't get what's due him on this show. <laughs> but thanks for coming, Emmy winner Mitch, Mitch no, please. Come on. Don't you dare. Did I wreck it? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, is this the one you dropped? No. Hey, did you get the bread basket that we sent over? The, um... <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> No Listen, fair here's, listening. Here's no fair. what's wrong with the pretzel bread. Can I? I'm yeah. going to say something yeah. a little controversial, and you know it's a difficult time now to go out on a limb like this. But it can be dry, right? You can you can have a pretzel like a bun on a burger, and it can be too dry. Okay. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> All right. I've never experienced a, a pretzel bun too dry. They're normally buttery and, and soft. Well, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm on the, the private flights and they don't give you the good ones or something. I don't... Oh, shit. See, wait, why is your Arrested Development private airline giving you dry pretzel bread? Well, <laughs> it was a bad investment. No, 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 it was a, it was a fucked up... And I kind of thought, the show's going to go forever. And, um, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's like I'm starting a streaming network and now it's like another bad investment. It's like... Of all times, to you should start know. A you've been working network. at Netflix all this time, and then you went and started the I, streaming. I want to start well because they've had such great luck with it. Right. And I thought, <laughs> you know, and then and then I thought, you know, what's not out there? And I thought, well, like, add. Well, there's too much content. Right. So this is there's not a lot of content. Okay. Now I'm following. Yeah. And it's got two tiers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Like advertising is $4 a month. Okay. And then um, like more advertising is like $6 a month. That so. <laughs> sounds like our, our business model. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. It's, it's good. Uh, which, is why, which is why we're ending the show soon. Yeah, because it's, it's it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we'd love to have you do nothing on it yeah. at some point. Because <laughs> we're not into content. That's not our... Uh, thing. What have you generated over at Netflix? Did they give you like an overall deal? I was real I, jealous. I, I, I did. I did have an overall deal, um, uh, and uh, there wasn't much to be jealous about. I mean, there was. It was nice to be able to use the pool whenever I right. wanted. The Netflix pool. That I, was I good. feel like, like the shape just seems to not like. It's, I get it. It has to be an N, but yeah. like that doesn't help with swimming. Like, <laughs> no, no. yeah, no, it's great. They they do a lot of things. The spa is great, and their restaurants obviously are worth it. Um, but I did a couple of things over there, and then I, I spent a lot of time uh, bringing back Arrested Development, and uh, and then ruining that decision. <laughs> but I won't get why into did, that. Why did you ruin that decision? No, I didn't. He won't get into it. I won't get into it. He won't. Nobody get looks into good it. in this story. Mitch, nobody's <laughs> listening to this. Just tell us why you ruined that decision. The show is dying. We, no, nobody's, yeah. no, nobody cares No one's been anymore. fired for yeah, things getting, that happened here before. We're getting canceled. You're getting, yeah. We're getting canceled. Yeah, and you were going to announce your comeback tour, right? Isn't that tonight you're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I think Excuse we'll me, what? Sorry, 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 sorry. What? <laughs> what? 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 You got... What? Hey, all I got you. Three seasons and an Emmy. Awesome. Okay, anyway, three, continue with the podcast. Three Suzannes. <laughs> oh, shit. And an Emmy. Oh. How come everybody has a little spot for their drink? Uh, you can you can have this table or yeah, then, uh, yeah I feel bad for you. Have you met uh, Grammy Jeff's winning doing uh, something. Uh, singer songwriter? Oh no! Um, uh, did you win a Grammy? Oh look at that! We have a distinct. That's Is that so low nice. enough? That's so nice. <laughs> Dude, you can want, I get a higher put, chair? Yeah, we can put it on the floor if you want. <laughs> hey, Mitch, are you a singer at all? Do you, do you like do you, do you like oh. to sing music? Are you kidding me? I smell uh, a I, I, That's my first love. 
is singing music. Is it, is it really? Yes. Uh, no, I don't. I don't sing, but I will if you if that would be. No, I, I. I mean, I just don't want to waste our Robbie folks on the on, on the crowd here right oh, now. Oh well, like uh, no. You want to play something, and I'll just scat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I wouldn't dare. Wait, no, Dan. I wouldn't well, dare. Dan, Dan, Dan. There you go. Well, I don't want to appropriate the scat from the people who gave it to us, not the people, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Let's put it up. Is that That's easy. That's your next Grammy. Is that easy? That's your next Grammy. Wow. That I've never heard woke scat before. That's no, really <laughs> post post appropriate. That's a great name for a, a scat singer. Woke scat. <laughs> I got no right to make a sound that isn't very restrained and coming through a sphincter of privilege to pretend. Hey, let's enjoy white privilege while we have it. You I know, know, like, oh, that's the thing. I, I don't understand why, why, yeah, why white people get so upset about it. We haven't been enjoying our privilege enough. <laughs> I mean, we've been, we've been really privileged. Like, we just, just haven't enjoyed it. The white privilege. Here's the thing that white people don't understand. <laughs> When they're when you're told that you have privilege, you're you're socialized to understand that that precedes shit getting taken from you. Right. But yeah. society doesn't work by those rules. Like people can just say, "Hey, you've got privilege," and you can be like, "Thanks," <laughs> and you don't have to do shit. Well, you don't even have to thank them. Like, Actually, <laughs> yeah. um, I was I was driving next to a cop over here for a while, and I noticed. That, well, first I noticed I was trying to be a very good citizen. You know, that thing where the cops is next to you and you're just trying to show that you're... you're no, go you're, ahead. No, I would let this guy go. Yeah. I'm not... Like, why? There's no... You can be an I'm asshole. I'm not shoplifting. And then I really did think, like, like, no, fuck it. You know, this is a good opportunity for white privilege. Like, let me be a little bit of an asshole and see what happens. And, you know, so I pretended I was on the phone just saying, like, are you fucking kidding me? Look over the cop. <laughs> that part's not true, but I really did. But I, I really did notice, like, why am I my best behavior here? Yeah, everything <laughs> you're reading is the, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I once told a cop to go fuck himself, and I like that's if that's not white privilege, then nothing is. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I one time picked up. I was walking my dog. And in our neighborhood, the police have... Excuse me. Excuse me. That's how it works. This is the aftershocks. This is the aftershocks. No, no, no. No, No, the guy got a nickel put in him, so he's going to keep doing that until eventually he pukes and falls over. And then it's like... uh, No, no, no. Go on, go on, go on. If you can find it within you, just please shut up. It, no matter how much that tempts you to keep talking, like you gotta, you're, just, you're in a different zone than the rest of us. There's like a bunch of people that pay money to be at the show. This is okay. the Andrew Yang rally where everybody just screams their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the Roman Coliseum. That should Coliseum. probably take care of it. Uh, that should probably take care of it. Right? Go, go on, Rob. <laughs> I, 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 I told a, a, a rando with, with nothing to contribute that he shouldn't talk, so now make, make this count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm walking my dog. I'm walking my dog in our neighborhood. The police have been killing civilians. Okay, right. like, uh, and so I'm walking the dog. I'm walking the dog, and um, you know, it's like sometimes when they they bring out like 
the the garbage, you know, it's sitting there, and you're walking the dog, and you get the bag of shit, and you're like, oh, bonus! I don't have to, sure. I don't have to turn the corner. I can just put it right there, you know. And I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, and I miss it, and then I go, oh, I should turn around and throw the dog shit away. And as I was turning around and putting my arm up, a police car with the window open. Drove by at the same time. So it looked like, and forgive me for the people who don't have the visual of this, so it looks like me like going, like if you're the cop, I'm like, like this. Oh my God. So it just, because it, it just, I was walking this way, and then I do a sharp turn with my hand up with a bag, and you know, in our neighborhood, yeah. somebody had a towel in his hand and got his face blowing off. Yeah, you got to shut through the You got to turn that into like a blue lives matter. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's right there. And the cop. And the cop like went like this. Oh, like, Jesus! Oh, you, you and I went, oh, my, my oh my God! I could have been killed. Right? You could have been killed. I, that's basically what happened to that guy. Right. Uh, totally yeah, the same thing. God damn it, sir! It's what? like oh, oh, front oh, row. So raise your hand. Who's the guy? Raise he your hand. A, he can't. Okay. Uh, if he raises his hand, yeah, his but, but leg is gonna go up. But stop it! I'll, I'll come over there and come through you. I don't think his leg is gonna go up. No, I know. I look. I know you guys don't get along, but I don't think. That his brain controls his arm and his leg at the same time. Well, I'm just thinking, we, like, what, what is it? Like, it's like the Three Stooges when they're plumbers, you know? Like, if you flush the toilet, the shower goes. I'm just, isn't that why, if you were in an audience and you're not supposed to talk, you'd be like, I'm talking. I mean, it's possible. It's, but possible. it's that thing that people, like, now that our show is dying and we're, we're going to be done soon, I think people just want to be Adam Goldberg for like, like, like the, at, the, at the buzzer. Wait, not, wait, what, what if I can be like the, like the, the last person that the, the whole crowd hated and, and we all learn that person's name? I don't well, think, I if don't that think... wasn't the case, it's certainly going to be the case now. Yeah. I don't think that guy fits in that category, no, though, because he's, he's, he's not going I like, will, actually, I, I work in data processing. He's going like, volume up. Change the channel. Discovery. Like he's not here Horn right up. now. He belongs home, he's gonna, and he's here. He's, and he's got a backpack full of explosives. We're, gonna, we're all gonna die. Well, I think we're the. We're s- not all gonna die. Most of us are gonna die. <laughs> That's really smart. Otherwise, it's against the law. You right. can't. You can't say we're yeah. all gonna die. Yeah. 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 Le- legally, I can only say that some of us are going to die. Yeah. You could say. You could say there's a small fire, and you know, and then people, yeah. some people would leave. But you can't say there's a. You can't <laughs> say there's a fire. I, uh, <laughs> That's what's gonna happen every four minutes. It, it's gonna get like oh, he's it's doing like, great. He's, I all right. Why are you on his side? Why are you on his side? Here's the thing. Here's the thing too. This is the scariest part of it. I forgot my wallet. You think he's got it? No, no, no. <laughs> when when I when I almost got shot Uh-oh. by the police, oh, oh, I, the first thing oh. I thought of was was like I forgot my wallet in the house because I'm just going, you know, I'm running out with the dog taking. Sh- I don't need to my yeah. fucking ID to tell the grass no. it's my dog <laughs> right. shit. But so, now suddenly you're in a situation where you got to prove to this guy, no, this is my dog shit. Wait, 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 wait. My brain, very hot I, thing I was like gonna go. They would shoot me. I would be dead, and it would be hours before Kate would even know, even though I'm right outside the house. Right. Michael Stipe killed in oh, Korea. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh boy. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Countdown to Moby in five, four, three. Or Moby two. for that matter. Yes, I love it. It looks a little bit like Moby. Uh, did the cops? Uh, was there any kerfuffle? Like no, no one ever says Statham ever. Come on. <laughs> Way more timely. I'll take the glasses off. Just once. <laughs> Stay, folks. Hey, Robbie, folks. 
Uh, have you moved uh, permanently to Los Angeles? Or are you are you still a Chicago? Uh, uh, we're over in Silver Lake, uh, Jeff. Silver Lake. Silver Lake. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I got here. We were just drinking in the drawing room. <laughs> yeah, and I dragged you over here. And now we're here, yeah. Whoa. You may have fallen asleep in your Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing but could drive you, you, you Do you live here for good, or are you guys just still, still beta testing? Uh, you and Donna are still living out here. I think we're here for good. Yeah, we're in a temporary place, but I think we're, uh, we like it here. It's, it's nice and everything. It's nice. <laughs> Would you be willing to give us a night, give us a little more music and we'll, uh, we'll for uh, scatting or yeah, for or, well you know or uh, sh- should he have your boom mic or do we have another one? What, what, why don't you trade mics? He's got Dan? his mic in between his legs. He's got this great technique. <laughs> You're obsessed with booming it's him, genius. but, but he, has to, he has to sing too. Oh, he has to sing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So like, uh, let's let's let's, let's make this work, you guys. Got this, Daniel. Oh, take it, take it. Now, if, for those of you that don't know Robbie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp him out right now. He is uh, one of my favorite musicians of all time, I, and I know him through Dino Stamatopoulos, our friend. Uh, you're from where in the South, Robbie? Somewhere. North Carolina. North Carolina. This guy, I'm gonna fucking punch him. And uh, <laughs> but the guy you, you, is like, somewhere in the South. <laughs> I just I can't. That, that's the that's where he's at. He's just I, I, I will like, I will remove you, sir, if you keep doing that. Uh, uh, but you, you've lived in Chicago for some good time, right? Yeah, real long time in Chicago, and uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what Am you, I doing a song? Is that what I'm doing? Well, yeah. now you're. Yeah. Can I sing one with you? Huh? You, you want to start with a Robbie Falk's original, or should we sing one together? Oh, we can do one together. Yeah. What do you, you want to do? That Everly song we were singing at the drawing room. Okay. Yeah. All let's right. try that. All right. Holy I'll, I'll, I'll do my best, but I'll do the melody, and you do the uh, the high Everly. Mm, I'll give it a shot. We used to have good times together But now I feel them slip away It makes me cry To see love die so sad to watch good love go bad Remember how it used to be, dear You said nothing could change your mind So sad to watch good love go bad. Take the bridge. <laughs> Yo. Girl, I remember all the times back in the day you used to fuck around. And it breaks my heart, girl. Don't be like that. <laughs> it breaks <laughs> my heart. <laughs> you said nothing could change, change your mind. I'm all fucked up now. Right. Cop killer. 
to see us slinging rocks. So sad. So <laughs> sad to see good love, love go, go bad. Special Victims Unit. <laughs> so sad to watch good love go bad. Who expected? Who expected Ice T? Here, Mitch, take your mic back. <laughs> Featuring Ice T. To the victims. I didn't know Ice T was in the house tonight. I did not expect Ice T to do to to come into that song. That was beautiful. Except for the special victims unit part. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have a right to, to plug that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's right. Like they don't. They, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, but he doesn't care about rules. For him, it, for him, it's not business. He, it's, it's personal. About, oh, no, it's about business, isn't it? Oh well, I think he's changed lately. Whoa. I think he's decided that now it's personal. Uh, let, let's bring out Ice T, everybody. <laughs> Uh, how you doing, Ice T? Uh, I uh, I hear that you are uh, been busy been busy on a, a couple shows. Or? Yeah, <laughs> but I got shrunk down. I'm baby T. Your lo- your lowercase T? I'm a little tiny little lowercase T. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be gems. <laughs> You just went uppercase T on that one, though. Like, uh, All right. It's just me. <laughs> it's just, okay. You, are you workshopping some new teas, yeah. uh, Ice-T? I'm trying to get out of a contract. <laughs> with Sony. You know they invented HDMI just to put digital copyright inside your cords? That ain't personal. That's business. <laughs> Ain't nothing an HDMI cord does except prevent you from recording Beatles songs. I see. I see. I didn't realize that you were this active on. Uh, I've been learning. A consumer advocate. I've been learning about cables. Yeah. I've been crimping my own RG59 coax, SDI 3G 6G. Damn. I can make Ethernet 5E Cat 6 Cat 6A. 10 gigabytes per second. <laughs> 10 gigabytes per bits, second? 10 gigabits. Okay. All right? Shit. That shit goes through your walls. It won't degrade. Fuck. You, you seem like you're kind of in a bad mood about this. Like, oh, know. you lay a thousand feet of Cat 6A cable through the walls of your new hacienda? You're data ready for 10 years, bitch. All right. Future proof. Okay, you, 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 you don't have to get personal and ad hominem about it. Like it's you, not personal. It's business. It's data, <laughs> which was, oh, which is the future of oh, business. Oh shit! It's not business anymore. Now man, it's... the internet's gonna change everything, <laughs> and every home's gonna be its own internet. I want to be able to be located in my living room and sell shit to someone from India that's in my bedroom. Buy capitalism. I mean, hello too, but it sounds—it sounds like the definition of capitalism. But through wires now, 
fuck that. I mean, I mean, fuck it, like good, like are, when are you, you like are, something. Are you still in the music? Are you, are you still recording? Hell yeah, me and Body Count, we're doing it hardcore. Oh yeah, it's not about. I heard just, you have a new track for us that it's kind of like more of a country tip. Yeah, kind of, kind of a bluegrass kind, yeah. of, kind of feel. I mean, if you don't think that's a double beat, yeah. <laughs> no, but this is more of a bluegrass thing, which is uh, people don't think that's your wheelhouse. But uh, but sure, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. What, what's this one called? Uh, the but, road to tea. <laughs> Well, I've been personal all my life And I've been eating peas with a knife I've had spoons and forks in my jeans But I don't know if you know what I mean It ain't personal, it's business It ain't (laughs) what it seems It ain't personal, it's business. Down from my shoes, up into the crap in my inseam. Wow, Mr. T, that's very good. I don't know about measures and that <laughs> kind of... It sounds I, like the band kind of waited for you to find it. it yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Robbie, for trying to wait for me and figure it out, but your big mistake was I ain't gonna figure it out. <laughs> I'm a wanderer, you know? I was just like looking at your fingers being like, damn, let's do this. All right, come on. All right, that's enough. Look, it's an elevator coming down. Bye, Ice T. Uh, you were great you, you, you started to cross a threshold. Bye. It was, it was good. You, 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 can only, you can't yeah, do that he, for too long. He just kind of uh, like Irish exited. He just yeah. bombed out. Yeah. yeah. But it was great to have Ice T on the show. No, it's great. It's always great. To and he, have I think he people. knew more about measurement than he was leading on, you know, because I think, like, inseam, that matters. That's, that's everything in a, in a man's pant. Yeah. You know? Which I think is that, why is getting. it in, in the in the movies there always like the inseam is like an allusion to like your dick being big? Is that a real thing? Like what is the inseam? No, it's just that when they measure you up, they, they the, the the tape measure goes from your like your ankle up to your crotch. But your dick and size doesn't change your inseam, right? No, no, it shouldn't. Right, it should. Yeah, <laughs> has yours changed recently? No. Okay, then you're fine. <laughs> I'd say in the movies they're always like. It, Oh, the inseam. Because like, like, there's a kind of swollen crotch, which is not a good thing. And it, you want to be sure you don't have that. Right. Yeah, you'll need some of that powder. In movies, it's always like the, the you know these horny Italian tailors. Yeah. <laughs> Checking out your shit. Yeah. Checking out your, uh, your, your crotch. <laughs> you should do a show called Checking Out Your Crotch, and it, but it'd be like Shit's Creek. And like crotch would be the name of the town, <laughs> because that's very popular now. Do you still want to do stuff, Mitch? Do you... Sure. Yeah, I do. I don't. I do. Really? Yeah, I just... I'll do some of your stuff. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Do you want? What do you want? You want some of my ideas? Do you have any like Shit's Creek type things? Uh, I have like. What do I have? Like what? 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 what, what I was going to do a show called uh, Motherfuckers, which is this woman who they call the Mother. And her last name is Fuckers. Oh. And so she's the mother of Fuckers. Oh, that's cool. And that way you can say it on TV and stuff. You know? I have like five ideas that are Groundhog Day meets something. Yeah. I know. 
Um, I'm, is, is that okay? I'm doing, um, I'm doing Russian doll meets Groundhog Day. Oh, so shit. I don't know. Maybe it's too close. <laughs> I saw, have you, do, do you watch anything? I hate it when people ask me this, but only because the answer is kind of always embarrassingly no, but I have been watching Succession lately. Oh, my God. Do you like Succession? Yeah, and you know why? Succession is brilliant. I mean, if you haven't discovered Succession yet, you have I to. I haven't. And I, I went into it a little bit like uh, defensive very jaded. because it was I had been told you know it's yeah. kind of like the characters there's even like a Tobias there's like four kids right. and all this stuff and so I kind it of is, went, it is very bluthy yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, like, it's like it's like Arrested like, Development the drama it's, in its conceit yeah. it, but it's so much funnier than Arrested Development I mean it really it, like it won on every point and now I'm just a fan I'm a complete and there's no fan competition obviously yeah but I can yeah. see how people would be no. like tweeting you and going like hey, I liked it better when it was this you know like I get that <laughs> uh, but no it, it's inspired and and uh, um, I even like the thing at the end where the author, you know, I haven't done one of those shows where at the end you get to talk about the scenes. Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't, like, wait, I, you know, like at the end of like Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't, I never watched it. It's like you, you get absorbed in the story and then someone says, you know, when we wrote that scene with the dragon, you're like, ah, ah, fuck. None of it happened. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it, it yeah, I don't kinda, watch those. I can't I, imagine yeah. people watching those. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it kind of takes the fun out of yeah, it. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, there's Arya Stark, but she's like drinking a Diet Coke and yeah. she's like, oh, oh governor. She, yeah. She didn't want to do that scene. <laughs> she, no, she, she didn't want to kiss him. She's like, here's the three takes where I like jumped in the air with the knife, but then I landed on a cat. Like, 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 like what? This is awful. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. I thought you were real. I and thought there was an once, actual game of thrones. It's like the network. You thought she well, was we're real. all adults, right? I mean, we all know this is bullshit. Yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah, who's bored? Raise we your hand. This was just a bunch <laughs> of Jews writing like... in a room. I mean, what are we? <laughs> You know who the real heroes are? The fucking ugly people that oh had to write God. this shit. That's a Game of Thrones. You want to meet a fucking dragon? Meet uh, Benjamin, the writer's PA. He's a fucking hairy character. I just want to do one of those, and I want to like really seriously talk about the show. It's just like the most res- ridiculous show, and then just say, well, that's it's really about loss. <laughs> We were getting at. We wanted to do. We wanted to explore loss, and that's why we had his penis showing when he bent over like that. The uh, performances, the casting, and succession are great. And I got it. It really is like I. Cody was watching it just for for her own purposes, and so that's that's the only way I'm ever gonna get like hooked into a show because I'm yeah. so lazy, and I still I've talked endlessly about like I don't know what it is that keeps me away from watching shit, but. It's like Cody's got the laptop open. Um, it starts with me hearing dialogue, and I get I'm so jaded. I'm like, was that supposed to be funny? I don't know. What is it, a dramedy or a, or a, a, a tragic comma? Do 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 like whatever, <laughs> whatever. Pick a lane. I, I'm just sort of like I just I just have this jaded like membrane, and then gradually things will land, and I'll be like, well, what's going on over there? Yeah, like, what, like, like, what, like, is that a what, musical what montage? Is going what's on happening with those housewives? And why why won't he? <laughs> Where are they why desperate? won't he show up on time to the party? And then you just get drawn what the in. Fuck? And, no, uh, yeah, and Cody one. made fun of me because I, I was like, I was like, this show's boring at one point. I almost don't want to say that out loud because it makes me sound like such a fucking douche. But I was like, but it is. That's how good the show is, is because it was probably like a couple hours later when I'm like, I got work to do. And I was like, come on, what's the next episode? And she's like, oh, the boring show. And I'm like, all right, you got <laughs> Yeah, fucking yeah. like it's riveting. 
I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's it's riveting. It doesn't go where you expect it to go. Um, it, but the characters it's, it's, are more it, it, nuanced it's, it's, than you It's just think. predictable enough yep. to actually be. That's what I really like about it is yeah. that it doesn't try to uh, purposely. It doesn't engage in like hot rod unpredictability. It actually gives you perfect. This guy's a junkie. He's gonna do what fucking junkies do, and yep. you know how that's gonna end up the way you think it is. Yeah. And, and, but it's like the details are. Lateral enough that there's a confidence in the uh, well, and it's they. There is that thing that we don't often get to do in comedy, where you leave some things unexplained. You know, we in comedy, it's all about you explain everything. You want everybody to get every joke, and and that. Oh wait, yeah, he's just. I feel like Rob left. He's just, he's he's getting to that age. That's like he he has to he has to go every. I, I think minutes. that's why it's wise that you didn't introduce him because. Uh, <laughs> Because what for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, they get to, you get to like look into the character's eyes. You know, is she upset? What is she? Is she relieved? Is I mean, it really is. It's, it's spectacular. Yeah, it's good. You kind of love. I like. I felt that way about Game of Thrones too. It's, I like. I like good dramas that are like serialized because you like you you get to pick a character and you go like that person's the best. All these other people annoy me, and then you're like. Okay, well, that person I also understand, and it yeah. kind of settles in like Velcro, and you're like, like yeah. slowly, and then you're just like, I love all these fucking assholes, yeah. and like you kind of like you're watching a soap opera, and it's great. It's I, want, good, I always wanted to TV. do a show. I did a show actually, did four episodes of a show called Everything's Relative, and the conceit, which NBC didn't quite let me do, was going to be that every episode another character basically thinks the show's about them. You know, like they're the normal person, yeah. like the Michael Bluth, basically. Right. So, the, you know, it started off with like the, the white kid who was 35. But then it, the next episode was like the mom. It's just all the mom's point of view. Yeah. And, and they kind of do that in a way. We never got to do the project we were going to do together, which what? I think we could just open source now because I'm retired. No, but, no, uh, let's do it. All right. Well, I, I have what? a way to do it. But not at Netflix? No, it doesn't have to come Netflix. There's no back end there. No, I think we should do it on my streaming thing. What's it called? It, 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 my streaming platform could, could uh, Wait, frankly, stand a little you're content. Tra- you're not you don't have a streaming platform. Do you I'm going to start a streaming... Pl- I'm starting a streaming platform. I'm going to... It's got two tiers. I feel like I mentioned this, but... The cool um, thing is it's just your last name, so you don't need to make up a Silicon Valley no, it's Google not, name. No, it's not. It's, it's not Hurwitz. my last name. It's no, called, it's not. It's called NetMitch. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, it's Media Master Plus. <laughs> well, that's not what you think that's it's refreshingly Brightheimerian if, if we're not like uh, violating some sort of uh, like uh, please no this is all this is all publicity for <laughs> what, what I the, need what, as what's many the name, what's the name of your show and what's the premise like give me the elevator pitch it's not a show. show it's a platform okay. so that's already you're way off alright <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought you guys had a, had a media oh, master show. plus that show. Oh, that, okay. oh that show yeah that right. show media master plus the show is a platform. <laughs> that's, that's I'm that's, just I'm doing a couple two tiers. You got to get that in there. What, what's two, the, two, 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 it's two called, tiers of power, power, power. <laughs> that's, that's it's getting a little into content, which we're trying to avoid. But I. I <laughs> is there any content, or is it just you talking about the platform? It's. Well, one of the things I wanted to do is I want to harness people's webcams, and then they're basically, it's almost like a mirror. They're the show. That's the show. Like, yeah. you, you see your own life, right. but you don't, but it's not flipped like a mirror. Shit. And that's, 
the key difference. It's how, it's, it's, it's how people oh, and see ads. you. Their ads. Oh, <laughs> that, that's so the second tier. Two, that's two the differences. Second tier. Two differences. The second tier is that you get to watch yourself and there's ads. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's it's like you're gonna love it. <laughs> and and you're the first uh, streaming platform that's not content based. No content. No content. <laughs> no, I think people are burnt out on content. <laughs> yeah, it's time that you that your your own self is enough. Well, I think it is. Although we are in a deal with Schitt's Creek, I will be honest. We're trying to we're trying to go downstream of that a little bit. Um, and then we have something called Head Up Your Asses. Right. The Uras family. Oh, the Uras <laughs> yeah. family. You can say it on TV. It you can say it on TV because it's their name. That's crazy. <laughs> Those, I, I mean, honestly, when I was watching the Emmys, they were like, Shit's Creek. Like, oh my God. You wow. can say Shit's Creek on the yeah. Emmys? That's fantastic. <laughs> it is a hilarious show, by the way. I don't mean it's to be. A it's, it's, a, it's a dog. It's. it's <laughs> Wait, what? A, a, well, <laughs> it's a dog. It's a dog. I'm yeah. going to miss this show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. But our idea was it's multi dimensional. We were gonna do, we're gonna team up. We're still gonna do it. I have a way to do it. You sure you wanna tell them? But your way to do it is your joke. No, uh, platform. That's, not a way, that's not the way to do it. Because It would, it would really, not be good for Media Master Plus. Right. It's, it's, not, it's, a, it's not an MM it's Plus. Not, we wouldn't run it on that. Okay. <laughs> it's not an MM but Plus. But I don't wanna do it on Netflix because I want back end. No, I, I'm, I'm, it wouldn't be on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. All I right. know, back end. What, like CBS uh, All Access? Back end would be nice. Uh, NBC, NBC Purview? Is, is CBS um, CBS's all access? ABC like there's Critical no one Crackle? they say no to? <laughs> there's not like some institutional racism or something where it's like, no, you're Korean. You can't get this channel. <laughs> it's all access. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that, that, I think that's no, their, they, they their still, gimmick. They still hate Koreans on that. <laughs> they do. It's like well, CBS, they, but everyone's allowed to watch. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. That's really yeah. so big of them. Yeah. <laughs> C, CBS, all access. CBS, everybody can watch. <laughs> Maybe White that'll people. work. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, are you? Are you have a deal there? Are you? Are you exclusive there? I'm working with your buddy Ron on a thing yeah, for CBS Ron All Access. Ron Harry, very, very nice. Gentleman. You always have to go. I'm working at CBS, and then you pause, and then you go All Access. <laughs> People are so relieved. They're like, "Oh my God! Finally, bisexuals can watch CBS." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you don't have to pass any fucking test. <laughs> like I anybody's I, welcome. I do. I will say, CBS being like you, you. I, I think that they're playing it the smartest because I, 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 I was part of CISO, which was NBC's half-hearted attempt to. Like, uh, they're like, oh, we see where this is going. The yeah. world's going to be mini Netflixes. And so they put a little bit of money into this thing, CISO, and we created Harmon Quest for them, and, yeah, and, and, and a lot we of great sure shows did. were created for them under the... Uh, you uh, took all of CISO's money, as I heard it. That's That was the word that got we back We took to all us. of it. It's it's like, no, Dan has all their money They now. ran out. We, uh, they ran out We, we rolled a 20. <laughs> okay. But I think CBS is being the smartest about it, because they're basically, they go like, Here, here's our platform on the web. CBS... All access. All access is simultaneously like unignorable, but it's also like just sort of like it, it's just it means nothing. So they're they're I I they're they're I think they sat there and went like, well, what are we gonna do? Eventually, the thing with the antennas, no one's gonna watch it anymore, right? And yeah. They're like, so we can't call this thing Snap Crackle Dipple Dapple. <laughs> like like we can't like go all in on that and have it compete with like the right. world. It's just like just oh. call it CBS with a ramp. Call, yeah, it, right. call it CBS yeah. all aboard. <laughs> And then, and then it's like everyone gets a board, yeah. and it's like 
CBS, psych. Burp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, welcome oh, to CBS. Oh, just kidding. We're Netflix. Property of the That's right. Bank, it's like, yeah. hey, we don't want any trouble. We, we're just CBS. All access. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. It's, it's not CBS Platinum Plus Shadow yeah. Master. Like, but it's, also, the CBS television, they produce for everybody. So you could go. Exactly. You could, you could go to. What is the Hurwitz Harmon uh, project you guys are talking about? Do you, do you guys. Uh, it wouldn't be for you. I don't think you would appreciate. You're outside it. the demo. You're this outside the demo. It's more of a millennial thing. It's like if you you're a millennial, it's for millennials you don't know like me. us. <laughs> Run it by. Give me the elevator pitch on, on your guys' show. Well, well why don't we just you sing wouldn't mention because it's all abbreviations. Oh, it's I, all I, just I, initials. It, do you guys already it's have all millennial? A, you, you have an opening theme song. We have a theme song. Why don't we just sing the theme song and. I feel like it gives away too I much. I think you'll get the idea. It's like, remember the Beverly Hillbillies, like the whole conceit. Yeah. But you're okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like share. you would watch the McDonald's and you go like, okay, that's enough. I've had yeah. enough story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two garbage men found a genie <laughs> who worked in sanitation as well as the garbage men. <laughs> but the garbage genie had thrown away half of its wishes. But the two garbage men didn't care because they were happy delivering garbage. <laughs> so now the three of them are a family delivering wishes that other people throw away. The genie is dying. <laughs> A painful death that Western medicine can't treat yet. So it's got some heart, too. <laughs> but one of the garbage men is withholding his final wish, which he could use to cure the genie, but... He wants to fuck her. <laughs> it's, that's why. That's why. And that's why. That's why. They're family. Family. <laughs> delivering garbage and wishes. Misunderstanding the very concept of what garbage men do. <laughs> they don't Hashtag. deliver garbage. Hashtag rape culture. <laughs> That's not the title. Millennials only. Millennials only Millennials is the title. Only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Partial access. It's on CBS Partial Access. Partial access. Yeah. CBS's racially motivated, little-known uh, partial, yeah, partial access. access. Partial it's actually access. just for... Um, uh, it's, it's on CBS No Audio. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's a lot of people are like, oh, is it? Ra it's racially. It's but it's it's like Moonraker. It's like the 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 only people that can watch CBS Partial Access. It's like it's selecting people from each racial group on Earth. Their logo. That's what is, happens in Moonraker. I, I, don't, I don't remember that from Moonraker. It's like a super colony of, yeah. of people. You know, they're yeah. like you want you want like. There's like three people of, of every uh, part of, of Earth life that you're gonna. They're gonna. CBS is gonna start a super colony with. You know, we um, if we were a, we're going to be gene splicing at some point, and we will be able to do that. We will be able to decide what qualities we should have. Are, and you can imagine how badly this will go. 
Well, people will be able to say to parents, because, you know, it's like the GI Bill and student loans and things. It's going to go in a direction where people will go like, so you want to have a kid, which, by the way, shame on you. Like, yeah, we'll, really. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be trained to be like, oh, I'm That's such a horrible green. person. Yeah. And this time and day, it, like, yeah. like, like, I want to have a kid. And it, it'll be like, like, uh, yeah, I want an SUV. And yeah. the doctor will sit you down and go, so here's the different packages. This one, yeah. you, if you agree that your kid will be super into anime for seven years, um, the Japanese government is is willing to give you ten thousand dollars for diapers, I, like, it'll be like, if, which is if, a pretty if, uh, pretty big carrot. If your kid has an affinity for Apple products or is willing to work yeah. in the stock room, like like for five years, everything will be a broke. Their, their life will be broken That's into really like, interesting. like it'll different trade off. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, I also think that if we'd gotten this a while ago, like the the mistakes we would have made, we would have probably gotten rid of fear, right? I mean, you think about like what people's biggest problems are usually fear based. So we would have gotten rid of that. We'd all be dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need right now: more fearless people. Yeah. Let's yeah, see what we can fear, do about that huh? shame, too. Let's dial that shame oh, down a little bit. I, I encounter too many shameful people on the internet nowadays. You know, I post a yeah. picture of my fiance. Why is the 15-year-old that leaves a comment have to be so shame-driven? Come on, kid. Don't be afraid to say whatever the fuck you want to an adult that could beat the piss out of you. Go ahead. Let it rip. After all, your username is a string of fucking dollar signs. And a missile emoji. <laughs> You're too shameful. <laughs> you like Nazis, Robbie? <laughs> Robbie and the Nazis. Oh, look who's back. Colonel, so glad you join us. Speaking of Nazis. Fucking cold up here. Oh. Do you know it's how freezing it is? Uh, you did you just idea? take a bath? What did you do? Did you, were you? Oh, I took a pee and then I sat okay. down and I. You know, we can like, do that. We can it. just. Go, we can just yeah, go pee. Yeah. yeah, the show's done. <laughs> nothing. Ma- nothing matters anymore. Wow. Nothing matters. Rob, aren't you? Weren't you going to do like kind of a soulful uh, solo song about how nothing matters anymore? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. Doesn't matter. That's where it pays off Thank to you. have them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's what we've been waiting for. I, uh, I came back on stage because I you needed don't some eject. help. And uh, luckily that was completely off mic. Right. 
and no. the paying customers no. won't uh, hear it. Robbie, well, we did a gig in uh, New York together with with, uh, with Dino and Stephen Colbert and Louis C.K. and uh, Tina Fey and a bunch of people's. And everybody was freaked out that you were there because they. they I was a, even even more uncomfortable on that stage than I am on this one. But Whoa. Uh, <laughs> but like but, 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 uh, Tina before the show, she's like, and and and, and I'd never met. Uh, I, I met Tina once, but I'd never met Stephen Colbert. And they're like, Robbie Fox is going to be here, and they were nervous about being on a stage with you, like because they, they. I don't think that's true. What you're saying? No, it is true. Because, I mean, it's true because I I heard them say that, and uh, uh, Tina said that she used to get guitar lessons from you back in the uh, Chicago Second City days, and they all took lessons from you because it was like getting a free Robbie Fox concert. Wow. They didn't want to learn? Nice. <laughs> Does that piss you off? It was frustrating, yes. <laughs> like, I would have charged more. Wait, Tina, Tina sniffs out a deal. I'll tell you, she... Something else she, that way. She knows yeah. a deal when she sees yeah. one. Like, how but, much? Uh, you, you, what was the song you and Tina sang? Because you did a duet together. Was was it like a like a Johnny and a June song? Or oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think it might have been uh, uh, "Success" by Loretta Lynn. Okay, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and uh, she can really sing. Yeah, she's a good singer, right? Yeah, yeah you guys were fantastic together. But she told me before the show, and I, again, I only met her briefly once, and she's like. I'm having a fucking freak out right now because I have to go up on stage and sing with, with Robbie Fox. You know, I did a, uh, I don't know if this story's of interest or not. She had a birthday party one time. She was turning 40 and she asked me to, or no, she didn't. Her husband asked me to, Jeff asked me to come play. And it was a surprise for her. And uh, uh, I, and so, um, so what's the story here? Well, once... <laughs> <laughs> One story is that I thought, I didn't know what it would be like, right? It's in a rock club, and I didn't know, would it be uh, like her parents, or would it be comedians, or what would it be? And it was basically... It's just Rob it, Schneider sitting in a rocking right. chair. Right. <laughs> Rob Schneider was there, and uh, Melanie Hutzel, they were all there. <laughs> so that's a joke for three people, but... Uh, uh, no, it's like an office party, uh, basically, a 30 rock office, like the cast and the and the and the producers and stuff were there. There were like 40 people there, you know, in a club that holds 600 people, and they were milling around. And Tina sat on a uh, a couch, kind of in the middle, and watched me play. And everybody else ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was with like a seven-piece band, making a lot of noise. And I prepared some special material, and. Um, I think this is mildly interesting. I've never told this story before, but uh, I thought I was preparing this stuff, and I thought it, it was too uh, complimentary of Tina. I wrote a song about uh, Tina and about the, our old days in Chicago and this and that, and was feeling really uh, kind of corny and positive. And I'm two minutes into this song, and I thought, well, I'll do a, a joke in here. So the song was a. Da 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 da. Tina, whoa, 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 Tina. Anyway, I put in a line about Tina, you're faultless in my book. Then I go, date night, I'll overlook like that. Date night was a terrible movie that she was in. <laughs> Just to explain right. that. Right. And so I got to this joke, and the, like the the crowd was kind of like enjoying it up to that point. Like it was about Tina, uh -oh. and it was positive, and then. It just turned the whole mood of the room really turned uh, on, on because that. they, they, they uh, probably all worked on the film. <laughs> 
It was a total miscalculation. <laughs> it was a total miscalculation. And I, I, even, I apologized to her afterwards because I thought I'd kind of ruined a moment. And she said, oh, no, that's... She said, uh, I expected you to insult me because it's you. She said, they're just all scared of me, she said. She's that's kind of intense. Good. Like, yeah, I, I, my brief encounters with her, like, she really is like... Like, to meet her is to have been met pretty hard. <laughs> That's great. Well, like she, she told me, she goes, you're Jeff. You. You're a funny motherfucker. And then she, just turned, she turned around and walked away. That, 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 that was, that's meeting Tina for me. That's she, nice. she, just, like, she just nails you and then fucking bones out. You didn't even get a chance to just kick her in the balls over the date night thing. <laughs> go right after. That sounds she... amazing. Uh... <laughs> I, the, it does. It does. Actually, I, I would think is it is it must be harder. Well, maybe it's not, but is it harder to play for a small audience than a large audience? An audience of one. Yeah, I mean is. an audience of one too. Yeah. It's kind of daunting. I don't know what it's like to play for a large audience. Maybe it no. is. Maybe it is harder. <laughs> like the first, the first time out. I saw you, I, I was in Chicago, and I asked Dino, like, what's what's something cool to do? He, uh, something cool to do in Chicago, and he goes, "You should go. Is it the Hideout or the Hideaway?" Uh, the Hideout. The Hideout, which yeah. is what's what part of town in Chicago is that? Called? It doesn't really have a name, but it's on the near north side. It's like kind of Bucktown, like, or no, it doesn't even have a name. Okay, it's just it's by. A, a, is it Jamestown? <laughs> <laughs> Three more guesses. Loho? <laughs> All I know is it, Castle Rock? It, it, it was by uh, uh, a, a, a rubbish tip and some debris. And that the, is correct. Yeah, and I went in there and saw the show, and, and I texted my brother, Bill, and I was like, dude, like, like you would fucking freak out right now. There's this guy named Robbie Falk's playing. He's playing like bluegrass, country, folky stuff. And I texted my brother, and he, and he texted back, and he goes, I have every one of his records. And I, I put you. I met you after the show. I said, "I know Dino Samatopoulos. My brother is on the phone right now." And you got on the phone and you uh, insulted me to my brother. You said, uh, uh, "I like you more than your brother. Your brother's a piece of shit." <laughs> so I said you were terrible on date night. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you got one go-to. <laughs> the date night of MC. He, he thinks everybody was on date night. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be honest with us if your name was fake? Because it seems like such a richly musician name. Robbie Folks, like, I, I would be like, if somebody said, hey, the handyman's coming over to fix the sink, his name is Robbie Folks, I'd be like, well, what the hell's he fixing my sink for? Give that guy a guitar. <laughs> Really? I've, yeah. I've never encountered that point of view, but... Uh, it doesn't sound like a musician's name have, to you. Well, it wouldn't to you, I guess, I, if it's your real name, is what you're telling me. It's my real name, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have chosen it to be a country singer. I, I, would, I, I don't know what... Did your mom not like Robert? <laughs> so Rob's name is also Robbie. That Here's, was my dad, and yes, you're right. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it Robbie like, on your birth certificate? Robbie? Uh, no, it's Robert. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rob's is Robbie. Robbie on his birth certificate. <laughs> How does that feel? <laughs> Robbie Schraub. Robbie. Tell him why. Tell him why. Because <laughs> my mom, when she was pregnant, there were a lot of restaurants being made, and <laughs> she thought... Back because his mom's days. a Flintstone. <laughs> yeah. This is, this, is back the, this is back in the Wisconsin restaurant boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and outdoors she, were becoming in. And then she said, she said, 
You know, well, well, one day my son might grow up and and he'll own a restaurant. Not and, be a hunter gatherer like we are. Yeah, he could he could own a restaurant and he could call it Robbie's Restaurant. Like yeah. I couldn't do that if right. my name was Timothy. Right. <laughs> it would be like if everyone was still foraging, she would have named you Frank. Yeah. No, nobody would eat at Roberts. <laughs> Robert's restaurant. <laughs> and no one, no one no, named Robert has ever gone by Robbie, so it was really good thinking. What, what, when did you leave the South, Robbie? Uh, folks? I... No, no, not, not you, Robbie. Robbie, Robbie folks. Robert. <laughs> I left it when I was 17, Jeff. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, are, do you have any connections back there still? Or is it... Oh, yeah, like high school friends that have grown old and hideous looking. Not, not a lot of people. <laughs> not, Family, not, family's all gone? Not anymore. No. Yeah, nobody there. My folks moved to Mexico, and yeah, everybody's gone. I'm, I'm not pipping out to sing this, but there's a song, if you want to listen to it, it's called That's Where I'm From. That I, it's one of my favorite songs by Robbie. It's, uh, it's a beautiful song about, about, like, you're not country, but you are country because you came from country. Yeah, me and my wife, we moved to the suburbs, and uh, we got this house that we almost sort of couldn't afford, and I thought, oh, it's a fancy neighborhood for people like us. And then I found out that, like, all those people came from... You know, Crib Death, Iowa, or somewhere like that. You know, way out. <laughs> Crib Death. The Iowa. name Which... of the the town is is Crib Death. <laughs> is that why? Because I thought this was so unusual. I've heard that song. Why it has that bridge by Vincent Price? <laughs> yes, that's just him that's talking. Where he talks about, can we, we hear talk, us about yeah, sudden yeah, infant we, death play, 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 play a couple verses and let's hear the Vincent yeah, Price. Yeah, bridge. yeah, When it gets to the. Oh, yeah, because I, I forgot the Vincent Price does a yeah. d- does a, does a kind of a. Uh, you can't do Vincent Price? I don't think so. <laughs> wait, well, no, no, no. Do, do, do that's where I'm wait, from. Mitch, you don't need to. Here, oh, he's just playing Vincent good. Price. Well, the yeah, but. is loose in the theater. Whoa, he can't do Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> the tingler. Three for your lives. <laughs> he's out there tingling. Who's singing? Well, it's, it, no, I, I uh, thought you were going to play a little bit of That's Where I'm well, From. Well, no, Jeff requested this actual song. Sorry, I didn't oh. mean to. And I was just throwing in. I was like, oh, it isn't The Bridge by Vincent Price, which I guess is me saying like, oh, yeah, play that thing that's really valuable to you and means something to you, and I'll fuck it up in the middle. <laughs> that's with my, why I'm With here. my famous Vincent Price impression. Well, if, if, which if, millennials if, just If you're going to sing it, Robbie, then give it, Dan, give him the boom mic so he can yeah, sing into it and not, not, not have to hold the thing. No, I want to hear the Vincent Price impression. Oh, wait, yeah, no, we got to. It's too much of me on this show. Oh, no. How about if Vincent Price introduces you, oh, that's right. and then you do the song? That's how you do it. That's and, that, and that's what he would do. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's, that's, that's how we do it. That's that's how we do it. That's how we took the time to figure this out. We're coming back from commercial. Vincent Price is hosting SNL. Yeah. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Robbie Fox, spooky. Whoa. Give him the mic. Give him the mic so he can This live television is intense. So I'm doing this maudlin song that you uh, what are you, oh, you don't have to do that one. But I love this one. But, but You don't I, have to do the song. I, I, but <laughs> I, 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 I adore the song, so if you, if you don't mind. What did Levy do with the... What are you doing? He's looking for, for the ice bucket? Fucking life Robbie, Robbie, uh, this, this is Dino's choice. If you want to sing that one or something else, like, do you want to do another song? Well, you kind of set it up, so yeah, I'll do it. But you it's, really did. Okay. It's kind of modern. Should we and do the Vincent Price introduction again? Yeah, please. Okay, so Vincent Price introduces <laughs> it. Robbie seems a couple of verses. There, there might be a, uh, a Vincent Price like bridge, like kind of hook. There's, there's Levy. With Steve the, with Levy, we love and appreciate you. <laughs> love and appreciate Steve Levy. 
We appreciate you. Don't make it unconditional. We appreciate you, Steve Levy. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was on tour with the spiders... (laughs) We did so much fucking coke that a thousand ghosts reaped my soul. But this next musician, I, my heart's not in it. <laughs> no, you're, you're his heart wasn't in it. He never. His heart it. wasn't in it. Yeah. Let's say, anyways, <laughs> the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo <laughs> presents Robbie Folks playing. What's the name of the song again? That's where I'm. From. Ghost. <laughs> oh, sorry, no. That's where I'm from. <laughs> Back in the driveway, the end of the workday, and how fast that world disappears. Like a ghost. (laughs) A fresh lawn, a pine tree. I don't know if I want to do this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, start over if you want. This is what you do, this is what you do. I'm not gonna keep doing it, I'm not gonna keep doing it. This is it. This is his favorite song, and you're taking a shit on it. A man climbs as high as he can, but his heart belongs where it began. I can see in my mind's eye a shack on a hillside and a mean billy goat on a chain. And dad doing battle with dirt hard as gravel and summers the crops never came. We'd shoot down a pheasant in flight and sing songs about Jesus all night. And that's where I'm from, where time passes slower. That's where I'm from, where it's yes ma'am and no sir. You can't tell I'm country, just you look closer. It's deep in my blood. Two cars, a picket fence, that's where I've come. Dirt roads and double wides, that's where I'm from. Night school on a fast track and no cause to look back. That place put a scar on my soul. And I swore my young ones would never know hunger. Now the good life is all they know. Well, I've watched them grow, now I see. One thing separates them from me And that's where I'm from Where time 
pass is slower That's where I'm from Where it's yes ma'am and no sir You can tell I'm country Just you look closer It's deep in my blood Two cars, a white collar, necktie, and that's where I've come. Half naked in the moonshine, yeah, that's where I'm from. If you've ever heard Hank Williams sing Brother, you know the whole blessed thing Cause that's where I'm from Where time passes slower That's where I'm from Where it's yes ma'am and no sir You can't tell I Well, it's deep in my blood A long way down a hard road That's where I've come Some place I can't go home to That's where I'm from Thank you, Robbie. Oh, wait, Mitch. I want, it makes, I, I want to take guitar lessons from you. I'm ready. I'm ready. That was beautiful. Wait, wait, would you, beautiful. you said you're kind of self-taught, too? Like, you kind of just, you, you started playing by yourself, or did you take lessons as well? Well, my dad showed me chords and stuff, and uh, and my mom too, and uh, yeah, just records after that, you know. I would say, Whoa. yeah. Who do you listen to? Oh, um, you know the people that I liked when I was young. Um, you know, I I think a lot of them really. I still like them. A lot of them yeah. is what I'm trying to say, and that's like uh, uh, Doc Watson and John Hartford, and then later on when I um, broke from my parents' taste a little bit, you know, the Beatles and obvious stuff like that. I guess I don't I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know Doc Watson, obviously. But yes, <laughs> Doc Watson, what obviously. Last, what was the last? I mean, big influence on the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, where 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 are you at now, creatively, and or an answer it any way you want? Like in your in your life now, like I don't know what your path has been from youth to and and how you've gauged that with like your relationship with other people, hearing your music and things. Like where are you? Where where are we finding you right now? Are you uh, are you uh, pursuing your own bliss at the expense of uh, uh, 
pleasing other people or is it the opposite? Are you like, I, I don't know, it's a bad question, I guess. <laughs> I'm just always curious with musicians, like you, you're clearly a very authentic, like confident guy. And uh, I'm wondering like, have you been on this journey of like, oh, what's, your, uh, what's your relationship with what you do? Are you, do, do you go home at night and like putter in a, in, a, in a dark room and like play things into a, into a little hard drive and only listen to them yourself and then cut your forearm a little bit? <laughs> or would you like another Grammy? Or, uh, or are you like, is there, is there like a British guy that comes over and goes, How Robbie, Robbie, baby, what are you doing, baby? We need another hit. It's got to have a hook. Come it's on. It's got to have a hook, Come love. on, bollocks, governor. I mean, I love where you're from and all that business. Jesus Christ, <laughs> give him another fucking syringe for the fucking old-timey country shit. <laughs> Come on, baby, comfortably now. Get up. we got a tour to do. Blimey. That's a great question, Dan. See, I'm not a bad interviewer. People tell me I'm a bad interviewer. People say you're a bad interviewer, but that was a perfect question. I think I was like, I'm like Charlie Rose, but, well, I was going to say without the sexual harassment, but actually, I'm like Charlie Rose. You're like Charlie Rose, yeah. You're you're exactly Charlie Rose. I mean, it's a yes or no question. But seriously, yeah, like, where do you... Because you, you moved out to, uh, to L.A. with Donna, your wife, and because uh, she's, uh, you know, pursuing stuff out here, too. Yeah, I'm tagging along with her, you know, yeah. <laughs> but you, you gig all the time. You're on tour constantly. Yeah, I'm out a lot, and, uh, yeah, I haven't really, like, found a slot to fit in here yet, but we've only been here uh, a few months, so... But uh, what, what was the record that was uh, the Grammy nominee? Oh, it's uh, uh, Upland Stories. It's about three years old, I guess. And, the, and, and you also were nominated for, the, for a track, too, right? Uh, uh Oh yeah, the track was called Alabama. Not, yeah, I was, he keeps win. I didn't win. I lost. Okay, right. I lost two Grammys. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I've technically lost every Grammy. <laughs> so, you win. Yeah. So I. But also, like, like you, you were up against some like so like some cool stuff. But like like the just the fact that somebody found. I'm a pretty small. I have a real small audience, so it was just cool to be included in that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like I, I, I've seen you play like when you do when you come to LA back when you saw in, in Chicago you play McCabe's which is like an awesome music store in uh, like Santa Monica it? Santa right. Monica and you're funnier than all the comics that I know and the, the music and you also just pick like people that play I saw you play the Troubadour and it was that gig that you played the Troubadour my brother and I came but the, the headliner was some like like some young teeny bopper band. Oh, and, yeah. and I texted you they afterwards, and and uh, I was like, th- those people couldn't follow you because like you and a bunch of kind of old dudes playing like bluegrass right, right. killed it. And you texted me back, follow that motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> because they couldn't fucking follow it. Because like you, you pick like like local musicians and stuff, and everybody just fucking. Rocks. I think after this, so this ends in December. This podcast, yeah. yeah. So could we have a podcast where you just compliment me, and yes. that'll be the whole podcast? <laughs> That's our new um, one. What, what is that? Here's a, here's a more ref, here's a more refined question. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I want to know everybody. If you want, uh, if you want to use the restroom, yeah, 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 the, the exits are. Two this to is the something right. that I'm curious about two with musicians in general, and I'm sure all their answers are different. But I'm just because at the end of the pipeline we hear songs they're two minutes three minutes four minutes they have titles five they have minutes put, all right six minutes 
seven minutes. Ha, ha, eight ha, minutes. Ha, eight minutes. <laughs> Nine <damn> minutes. <laughs> I'm curious about the process of like the relationship with like what the end product is. Like, does a musician or you yourself like what do you? Is it like ah oh, God? If Just I, ask a question. Ask him a question. I, I think what I think what Just, Dan is asking. No, I, I think. But it, I will say like my friend Jim Valley always says, talent is the thing you can't do. And so like I'm speaking for Dan here, but like for me, like I listen to that. I just it's, it boggles my mind. I don't know how you could do it. I don't know how you could write it. Well, that's why I wonder, yeah. like, how do you, what, how do you define, like, when something becomes a song? Like, do, do, do you, do, do you go? Are you like sitting in bed and you're watching Succession on HBO, and very, then you're very, like, very good thing. fuck, I got a song in my, I gotta go down. Oh, I got two hours left to finish this song. Jeff's acting like if I stop asking the question, you're gonna have ask, boom, just a fountain of ask information. Ask a question. Yeah, I'm working on it, okay. man. Here, here's my question. I got a question for you. Uh, because it's, it's so, it, your work has got to be so self motivated, you know, and like I've sort of even chosen TV because you have. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that modern dance? <laughs> oh shit, Dan's having a heart attack. <laughs> what is he doing? What is going on? Is that what? a stroke? What the fucking. No, I think I know. I think I know what Dan is asking. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I've chosen a field where there's always a gun to my head. Are we just, a dead are we seriously? And do you just do you? You don't have that. Answer the question, Robbie. Do you? How often do you write songs? <laughs> how what? often do you write songs? How often do you write songs? That's How a often you How write often? songs, you piece of shit? Robbie, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> write a song, Robbie. Write a song. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. you think? It's you. <laughs> That's a Harmontown second. Yeah. Not often enough. He did leave his phone, though. Yeah. Oh, good. There's a good chance Tina Faye's numbers are a bit then. He left. He actually left. But that's that's it's hard to question somebody out of the room. I mean, I, even for like Wait, pros. Did, did he really year. leave? What's going? I hope. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to be subjected to that. Yeah, a culture was created during the question of like. Yeah. Robbie, come back. It's hard to explain to the listener Robbie, what Dan did. In that moment, it was almost like it was almost like a man dancing a with a strobe light over him. It's, uh, I know we, it is. We saw moments of poses, it's, and emotions were definitely coming through. It was it's very emotional. It's what the evil teacher does in Fairly Odd Parents when he says "Fairy God." Yeah, it had some of that. It had some of that. Um, I haven't seen that. He does these poses, various ones. <laughs> All right, so... But if, you, I think you should continue. <laughs> go ahead, continue the question. I mean, because well, why not? Why not finish the question? I mean, well, no, I'm just curious. Like, this is what this I want to know from musicians all the time. Is like, when, like when, how does the... Like... No, how does the brick that, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a song, like, how does it I get generated? Jeff. Like, yeah. does it... 
What do, do you mean by the break? Like, when does he know he's done, or do when they, does he know he's on to something? Do they generate music by the yard, and then uh-huh. do they like cut here and there and go like, okay, there's a song, yeah, or yeah, do yeah. they like generate it in a pile? Or do they? Is it yeah, like well, delivering a, a song music. like a baby? Like it's like three minutes of oh, uh, you know. Well, if I could, if I can answer uh, for Robbie, I think um, <laughs> you're gonna have to. Um, no, I think <laughs> I, I do think there's a difference between playing music and writing music because it takes three minutes to play three minutes of music. Right. Okay. You know I follow I mean? you. Right. Whereas what we do usually takes a lot longer. Right. It's like improv. You know, like you know how long it takes to make six minutes of improv. Six minutes. Right. <laughs> but writing a song is a whole different thing. I mean, do you wait for inspiration? Or? But do you? Yeah. Exactly. I, do you ask start. Him ask him that if he comes I, back. I want to. It's a great good. question. Do you wait for inspiration, or do you just approach it like, okay, I'm going to see what comes out of me? Yeah. I know. It's a great question. God, I wonder what the answer Why? is. Rob, why do you look an so answer. pissed? What's that? Rob looks very pissed. No, I'm just this fucking chair sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hurts if you sit here long enough. No right? Right? Sorry. I'm sorry. What? There's no back support. He said. There's no back support. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. So if I don't, so we, like we will, 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 we're making a renewed vow to work on our joint project. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. We'll, go, we'll, we'll, uh, I, I have an idea for it. You have an idea for it? Well, not an idea, but Let's I mean, I, I, I don't have an idea for it. No, I, 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 I my idea is, is to make it a period piece, which I'll, I'll talk to you about. Like 80s? No, like menstruation, like, uh, oh. <laughs> that can be good. No, 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 like, like, yeah, like 80s or, 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 <laughs> or <laughs> did you, what, what was the first show you worked on? It was your own show, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was. Right? You didn't ever did multicam. I never. You, I, you worked on the Golden Girls. That was I, I your. Did. I did. Which I started binging, and it was like it's such an amazing like. Uh, uh, it, it was a. It was good learning experience. Did we talk about when you were on the show? Would you, would, 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 did we have the conversation where it was like how how needless it was that Sophia was originally portrayed as like having had a stroke, and that <laughs> right. that's the justification no, for why she was talk so about flinty. That, but that was the justification. There that, was so much energy put into like, but your mom, like, but like, your mother. Look, she had a stroke. It destroyed the part of her brain that censors her speech. So she, that was so the concept, she's a really and, old lady that just says whatever she wants, as if that like, needed a medical know, exactly. justification. Like the one character you're explaining the personality of, as opposed to like, and then B. Arthur's character. Well, you know, her singular. Uh, occipital lobes right. fire in conjunction with their amygdala. ovaries are withered but tingling, yeah, generating no, extra estrogen, like, dripping down her labia. At an enormous rate. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, wait, you, you agree then it would be a bad idea. <laughs> Every personality explained through chemistry. Every golden girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, although I will say at the time it was not cool show to be it was great to be on that show it was an amazing learning experience and they which were season such were you on? I, I guess I started at the end of season four no end of season five and then I was on it through the end because in binging it it seems like I felt like you could feel the show get worse no because <laughs> yeah, it kind of I mean it did you know what happens is you start using the tricks of the trade well there was what I great. felt like I perceived was a really solid first season that yeah. was undoubtedly probably a show that people probably didn't put a lot behind well and that, and that Susan Harris created and she was and is a genius 
And it was like, it just ran and like this Sam little Harris's moped mom, that was like so way. efficient. And then you could sense in the beginning of the second season, the second season premiere began with like the, the fucking ferrets in the cages in the garage or whatever. And it was, it was as if like the floodgates had opened and like, all right, congratulations. You got season two. Now here's the thing. We got so-and-so coming in. He used to show run. Uh, no, actually that was not the case. I think it was at, believe it or not, it was like it premiered at number one. It was just one of those weird things. Nobody had programmed to older people and, and nobody had programmed successfully on Saturday night, I guess since like Mary Tyler Moore or something. And it just, it became number one in the country. It was a huge thing. Although it wasn't a hip show. So I, I, you know, I didn't walk off of there with like a great, like the guys who were on Cheers and that kind of right. thing. But, but it was, it was incredible. And even just, just being able to see, you know, these four amazing actresses naked was... I know. <laughs> that was back when you were allowed to just like... Oh my God, you were expected to. Yeah. <laughs> it was their duty. <laughs> it was a show of respect. <laughs> but what, um, was the, what was the tone like on set? Was it season four? Like, was there... They were, I think if, if you make five. it to season four, you're allowed for, I think the actors are allowed to actually all hate each other. And, but I don't think, I mean, I think B- Betty, you know, played to the crowd and everything and, and, and B was, you know, they didn't get along great. <laughs> they were opposite. I always thought they were opposites in the sense that B was kind of scary on the outside, but so sweet on the inside. And, you know, Betty is, uh, Softly so sweet on the outside and, little scary on she she fucking put chevy's nuts in a vice when she was on community oh, like really? I, it was yeah, i, I don't really strong. have like a, a a wonderful anecdote about that yeah. but it was like it, it was more honestly it's more credit to chevy because i think chevy like he it was more about him respecting her so much yeah. that it was very easy for right, her to kind right. of wither him yeah, yeah it was something like she just met him and she was like she said something like i've heard about you and uh-huh. I, uh, but that's okay, or something. Just some bit that was sort of like, and he was like, "What?" Whoa, 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 and everyone was like laughing at him, and you could see him be like, "God damn!" Yeah, Betty that White. sounds like her. She she was very direct, and yet you know because she's sort of fearless, and she yeah that was always you know also B Arthur had to do all her scenes with Estelle. Estelle had memory problems, which we later found out was was deeper than that. And so B would have to do her scenes 20, 30 times. So she was just in a bad mood, yeah. you know? <laughs> and also there was... Still... Well, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> That's fair. Could you make Think. up a different story? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, there, that's... Uh, I'll tell everybody off the air. <laughs> um, uh, but no, it was... It, it, I remember when I met uh, Betty, um, I had said, that, oh, they want me to tell you they're doing a... They're doing a layout upstairs. And she said, oh, yes, and someone took pictures. And I, I just looked at her, confused. You know what I mean? She's just, she was saucy. She was always big. Yeah, there's a layout. Like, you know, everyone was fucking upstairs, was, I think, her, her point of view. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she told it much better. <laughs> uh, but that's amazing that you did not have to go through that because it was, that was a great experience, but a lot of the other shows I was on was not. I mean, it was, I didn't... It just you know you're not doing your voice yeah that's um, i suffered for that entirely that's the thing is like if i could do it all over again i spent so many years like just writing kind of in vain i guess it's easy to say because i know now that all the things that i wrote in between you know it's like yeah. they didn't go anywhere anyway so i may as well have been in someone else's writer's room but it god damn i suffered as a showrunner because i went from uh, I, I i was an i was an officer and I was never an enlisted 
man. Right. Well, that, it, I mean, just, that's true. But I think I think when you have a strong point of view, it's show running is a whole other thing. I mean, it really is. It's like it's like being a chef and then someone saying, OK, now we've got 100 of these to make. Right. And, but you know. understanding that if you have 10 people that cost a total of a million dollars of the studio's money and they're there to help you and that you can't actually offend them by saying, for instance, I think we can beat this joke. Just things that I had to learn yeah, so yeah, yeah. slowly yeah. that had I come up as a staff writer, I could have been like on point season one and been well, like, I mean, possibly I, I would say like the best thing for people who want to write and that kind of thing, uh, it, you know, it's going to sound counterintuitive, but I do think when you're in those jobs and you're coming up, it's, you want to be of service. You want to be of support, you know? And I, I think it is a bad impulse, even though I had it say, well, when do I get my voice out there? When do I do my thing? I, I do think the experiences support someone yeah. and, and I, it does give you a different perspective when you're in that job and, and sometimes not a better perspective because you're upset when people aren't supporting you. But that, that's the skill set. Yeah, you don't. Well, there's a, there, your primary instinct is what kind of hack would I be if I told another writer that what they had written for me was not good enough for me? All of your training as a, as a supposedly amazing writer tells you that's what a shitty writer would do. Yeah, like you don't tell it's, another it's, listen, writer. It's uncomfortable when you're working in a creative field and there's a lot of people working together. It's it's hard to it's hard to be direct about that stuff. And so, someone recently said to me, I was in a room and I said, "Oh, that's funny." When somebody pitched something and another writer said, "That means it's not funny." That's what it says. When it's and, yeah. and I realized it's true. I've just done that for so long. Yeah. Like, oh, My that's thing funny. is always, a... and then hope this conversation <laughs> yeah. changes and something. I just like this, and then I go, "No wrong answers." Yeah, no wrong answers. Uh, wrong answers. Just wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <when> wolf. <laughs> Come on. All right, the people when have spoken. Uh, but yeah, it it is. It's just interesting to me that that could be a form of selfishness when you believe that you're doing. It, it, how how much um, not communicating with other people, like you think you can think that that makes you non-abusive for instance not uh, it makes you but you can right be, if you're being direct is better being honest yeah. is better although it doesn't feel like it if you're like it, if it, you close it, your yeah. office door and are just like i'll just do it and they're like you close the office door it's like that's a form of abuse to a like person that's like but i don't know when well, to I will leave say the other thing, when, what i did wrong the other revelation of that kind of job and i know a lot of people here are pursuing that kind of career is that you're working your way up you're trying to find your thing you're trying to be funnier if you're in comedy you're trying to get your pilot made and that kind of thing and then finally you do and you've got all these employees and you just have no preparation to have people work for you. It's just not part of what you've been planning. You haven't been thinking, I'm gonna be a manager of people, I'm gonna worry about their time off, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that their feelings are okay. It's just not there. And oh, and by the way, I can't to... wait to read all their shit, because that's <laughs> and, why I became a writer. I love reading. Yeah, and, and you, you have to kind of make the shift that it's, a, I mean, it sounds corny, but that it's a privilege. Like, you have to realize, you know, and it took me a while to realize, yeah, like, this is a real benefit that I get to have people that count on me. They're happy. But at first it's a it's an imposition. Would you put a shock collar on your dog? No. Do you know that a shock collar? On what part of my dog? Like a because they're they're parts that would be funny. Vibration and uh, sound collars. Well are you what what behavior are you trying to modify? Barking. 
No, you're just going to terrorize your dog. You're not going to teach the dog to not bark. You're That's just gonna not what the Amazon reviews say. That's not. What well, the there Amazon you do. go. Then fucking do whatever you want. I think you're supposed to praise them when they're not barking. So just yeah. constantly <laughs> praise them. That is and then when they bark, just be quiet. Uh, Harvey, I think. Shit. I think a lot of people's dogs do. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the main things that dogs do I, when they're when they're yeah. not just hanging out being dogs. They're barking. Right. Yeah. Har- Harvey seems to be. I think that he's. Ex- I think that the new house being bigger and empty. I think he's just he's he's barking more he's and more. And well, it's almost like, like how we've talked more since Robbie left. Right, <laughs> and they've talked. Well, you think, think about this: like the dog is doing you a favor. It's got a bigger right. space to protect. So well, anytime good, it sees anything that's a nice that part. is foreign or dangerous, oh shit! It's alerting it. They, so they love this point you're making. Yeah. they love this point you're making. Yeah. You're right. It is. It's he's protecting the family. Yeah. Robbie and I just made love in the green room. What? You forgot your phone. Oh. <laughs> Tina called. Yeah. <laughs> she does not appreciate the dick no. pic <laughs> that Rob sent. Dan, do you, do you know any country songs that you can sing? Or any, any folk songs? <laughs> I mean, we, we have an opportunity here for, like, we, you can sing whatever you want. He's Oh, my God. This guy. He's still in here? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, country songs like existing country songs or it could be any song also hilariously uh, probably the sales might have been down on this but Robbie made like how many years ago did you make the Michael Jackson cover album oh (laughs) jeez what you made a Michael Jackson cover album. It's it's all covers, and he uh, your 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 version oh, of Man in the Mirror is fucking outrageous. It's really good, but now probably not so big on the charts. Well, <laughs> it's good to take it from him, you know. It's like let's do different versions of all this stuff, and then we could disassociate it with Michael Jackson. That could be yeah. good. Go go out and check it out. What's what's the record called? Uh, it's called Happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Are you a Willie Nelson fan? Sure, yeah. I mean, who would say no? No, fuck Willie yeah. Nelson. Yeah. I hate but, him. Like, like, yeah, I, Willie Nelson reminds me of my parents getting along. Like, it was like... <laughs> it, like, when they weren't fighting, they would they, they would put on a Willie Nelson album and then, you know, Southern Comfort on the Rocks and a fireplace uh, going, and it was like Willie Nelson. So I guess those are the only country songs that I, like... Like which like, one? Which like, one do you think you know? Some of the words. Blue eyes crying I I know, in the rain. I know some. Well, is it, are you pushing for that because you're like you, your fingers are can't wait to because uh, I, no, I, I, I that one that one I don't. Mama, I, don't your babies? I'm like my, like well, there's uh, yeah. there's the two cowboy ones. Mom, like, like like I think it's like the two that are the uh, urban <laughs> urban cowboy uh, uh, right now electric uh, horseman uh, soundtrack. Uh, Robert Robert uh, Redford and Jane Fonda. That, that's the example. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. And then uh, what's the other one that's cowboys? Is the like, Lukenbach on there or no? Uh, I don't know. I think that's, it's that's like a whole Willie Nelson soundtrack, like Redhead Stranger is on there. But there's a, what's the other cowboy Willie Nelson song where it's like uh, there's another one that's like uh, cowboys fucking. What'd you say? Poncho and Lefty. No, I, th- I, th- I feel like it's like almost like you hear the s- titles and you're kind of like, didn't you already do that song? But it's like one's like Mamas yeah, don't yeah. let your. God damn it! And there's another one that's like cowboys do this or that and they don't do that and. 
the, the cowboy rule book? Yeah, I think that's what it is. The cowboy rule book. Yeah. <laughs> Might be that. Why, 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 don't, why don't we write the Cowboy Rulebook song right now? Let's All right, okay. I'll have Willie Nelson. You're Willie writing. Nelson brings you the Cowboy Rulebook. Uh, this, these are the rules of the Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboys never wear blue jeans. Whoa. After Labor Day. <laughs> When there's rattlesnakes born. <laughs> Cowboys never drink whiskey outside a saloon with no Wi-Fi. Because they never want any forlornness. <laughs> These are the rules for cowboys. <laughs> These are the rules. Got them they have every cowboy. Always. Yeah. Never. Never has the rules. Yeah, no, you got the idea. Cowboys are always riding around with a horsey. If two cowboys meet, the one on the left has to dance. That's not the end. (laughs) If three cowboys join up in a market, they have to have a quorum. If there's 11 cowboys or less, there can only be three pants. Any carpet a cowboy walks on is now magic. (laughs) That means it can lift up to four cowboys in its weight. (laughs) If you go to a restaurant with more than seven or cowboys, You have to give the cowboy to your right half your plate. Uh, Okay. Cowboys, these are the rules. These are the the cowboy rules. (laughs) These are the rules the cowboys have to follow. Boys, (laughs) boys, when the The rule book. <laughs> but cowboys, cowboys always follow cavalry rules. <laughs> right. I think that's. I think that's the. I hope Willie Nelson doesn't hear that. Because <laughs> he'll think it, I was doing Harrison Ford or David Duchovny. Uh, so when you write a song like that, Dan, is it, <laughs> Dan, do you? What's your process, Dan? When you're a musician you and you're writing a song can like I, that, can I, first I'll hear something in the shower, like, uh-huh, and sure. I'm like, yeah. is, is the radio on? And then they'll be like, No, that's my heart. <laughs> that's Wait, for real though, R- Robbie. Uh, well, like, that means you're the real co- deal. Co- country good. music, especially, uh, and, and not just country, but like pop music too. But country, like a lot of songs are like. Oh, I found a great title of a song, and I'm gonna write the song around that title. Yeah. Uh, like, do you ever do that? Like, do you do you think of like, oh, that should be a song, that phrase that I heard, I just thought of or heard. Shit's Creek. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's. I, I think that's the that. Yeah, yeah that's the country way. <laughs> you start with a hook, with a title, and uh, and right. kind of work around that. Who, that's uh, just like TV writing in a way. Yeah, that's, is it? <laughs> Arrested well, like a, development. Like, let's. I want this episode to be called "An Evening to Remember." <laughs> well, that was often like an NBC mid-season show kind of yeah. thing. It was every. You could expect like six shows that uh, yeah. were like swipe to the left. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah, that's, that's six right, and out. Yes, the hip show. Yeah, <laughs> it was always like yeah. sex sexting. OMG. <laughs> But you can't complain about it because you never know which one of those is going to be like. Because there's always something on the air that's like, 83 reasons my daughter's my uncle <laughs> in the future. And you're like, how did that? What? They didn't expect that to go more than 11. They're like, they're, it's like, yeah, here we are. Yeah, we have, we have no backup plan. There's no wrong answers in TV. Do you? Do you? Here's there's a, here's no my, wrong here, answers. Here's my, my real TV. songwriting question. Do you, do you give yourself an assignment or do you just wait to see what comes to you? Will you say, like, all right, this weekend I really want to at least put something down? Uh, well, to be honest, I don't like writing that well. It's not fun, you know? So, um, so Same page. I'll, yeah. I'll wait for a reason, yeah. you know? With you. I know, yeah. yeah. What do you but th- you what guys have know what I'm you talking have to, about. You have to make your own reason. In television, you don't have to. You have a, you know, you got a deadline. But Well, maybe once in a while somebody will throw me a project or something. But, yeah, usually it's like, oh, it's time to do another record, you know? So then you got to write the record. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> It's hard. I got a project for you, Robbie, it. folks. It's an app called Chordbot. I use it to make my own songs while I work out. And you can hit this button, and it goes songomatic, and it gives you a four, what are they called, measures? You're like, what is what called? Bars? But it, for, it's bar, bars is probably what it is. Uh, and then you hit the thing, and then it goes like. C major. F major. Those are great chords. E flat. I'm a big major, C major fan. A minor. <laughs> C major. What do you think one. about that? Are you scared like John Henry was Mama, with the steam engine? Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> You're a little scared, aren't you? Yeah, it's like the steam You're like, engine. Oh, there's a real little Robbie Fultz in my phone. Yeah. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. What is this witchcraft? What's it? Robbie, play it. C. C. C to what? <laughs> this is because you can you can have this. The phone doesn't own this. It made it up. That's, yeah. That's two. Three. It, it really seems to work. It's a, it's a great song. Now you're t- you're not helping, Rob. That's not helping. <laughs> Robbie was like, di- like, why is that? That's vandalism. What you're doing, like we like, you're like distracting him. You're like 4chan. Then you're the 4chan of this song. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see you. What? what? <laughs> keep going, Dan. Dan, Rob, uh, Robbie, keep going. Well, I d- <laughs> no, no, not, not Rob Schraub. Yeah, Rob, tell Rob, him. Rob, you're on probation. He but can't. that's the real world. When you write a song, there's always someone who's trying to get in there and ruin it for you. 
That's so you it prepares you for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, it's always there's always going to be a counter. I was going to create a song with a legendary songwriter. The, the song, you, Robbie, uh, your song "Fuck This Town" is that based on actual like like autobiography of being in Nashville? Uh, yeah, it is, Jeff. Fuck this town. We were uh, <laughs> we're driving along, and like people always say, "Town in Nashville," like it's kind of a folksy saying. You know, it's a city, you know. They're always saying this town, and we're driving along a bunch of songwriters, and uh, in the '90s or whatever, somebody goes, uh, "Oh, it's a five-year town, Nashville. We got to be patient. It's a five-year town." And somebody goes, "Well, the town is really," and I, and I was in the back, and I said, "Like, hey, fuck this town," you know. <laughs> and I thought, "Hey, that's song. a good song title." It is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it fuck it in the end, fuck it up and down. No, Fuck it, end to end. Fuck yeah. it, end to end. Yeah, yeah. And fuck, fuck it up, up and down. Up and down. Yeah. That's very punk rock. So what? What is the? Given, given, given that the attitude but is that. But it, sometimes you do have to get angry. Well, that's you know what the, I mean. I get, that, that's true. I mean, I really. That's like, a question I have about country western. Is like, what? What are the things that de- demarcate? Because we, we, there's been controversies lately where it's like a, oh, a hip hop guy like. His, the content of his rap was like him riding on a horse or whatever, and then they were like, "Oh, that's not eligible for whatever." And it's like, oh, right, right, what is right. the? I'm assuming the answer is it's not def- definitive, but like in your mind, what makes the difference between the genres of music? Like, what is country western that separates it? Is it about musical? Like seriously? Yeah, like. Is it well, an engineering answer? Yeah. What, what, is, what is the definition of country western? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm as, I agree. Like it, w- w- obviously we hear it. You can tell. I it thought you were you mocking it, my question, so that's why. I like yeah. It. So I, I'll tell you what I think. I, I think I'm, I'm a little bit divorced from what's been going on in country music for the last oh, 25, 35 years. I, I'm not real <laughs> up on it, but I think it's like still connected to what it was in the sense that it's kitchen sink songs. It's like uh, universal subjects. It's like you know, it's like microscoped down to the level of the the family and the and the you know a couple individuals in a house trying to get along things like that and uh and i think it does that uh, better than stories about that uh in simple language uh, better than any other genre maybe um uh, yeah the, the, the song of yours i like cause you, you have a lot of upbeat happy songs but you've got some very like Really lonely, sad songs like this, uh, forgotten. And it's about great singing. Excuse me, yeah, I forgot yeah, I to say that. Yeah, it's like all, got, everybody you, in country music you have is a, fucking a great range. fucking like, singer. You, you can sing real high, and like you got a big ass range. You can't hide your voice. There's nowhere to you know. You're right, just, you're right front and there. center. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a song like for, for listeners to go check out, as a "Forgotten but Not Gone." That that song is sad as fuck, but I, f- I love it. It's really like lonesome and and. Well, great. Thank you. This podcast needs more compliments, though. <laughs> <laughs> but. You also need to be kept humble with a run for your money from the algorithm. Oh, here we go. Because <laughs> listen to this, Robbie. By algorithm. I can add a guitar to this. Hold on. Acoustic guitar. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rob, stop it. No, Rob. Robbie, folks, I'm the algorithm. I've come to take your soul to hell. (laughs) You believe that your music will save you, but I have a different tale to tell. I was born 
on Golgotha, next to Christ, with bones in my femurs. <laughs> That's where everyone has bones. <laughs> Big deal. My name is Beelzebub! So that wouldn't be a country song. No. Like, as an example. What key is Ramblin' Fever in? Is that the same key? You know, Jeff, we were doing it in uh, E back there right. during the hiatus. Uh, if you know it, you, you, you all know uh, Merle Haggard. Nope, one person went, who? Wait, what? Wait, Merle Haggard. Oh, Merle, Merle Haggard. Haggard. Yeah, Haggard. he's dead. <laughs> it's, it's a song called Ramblin' Fever. And is it okay if Mitch and I go into the green room and speak really loudly about Golden Girls? <laughs> For the next ten minutes. Well, that way the audience gets With it. No all. explanation. They get everything. <laughs> or they get should it all we be at polite? the same time? It's like okay. a big it's but like also the climax. Dan, Dan, the... There, there might be a Vincent Price uh, like 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 <laughs> middle section in this. Yeah. My hand that don't, don't hang, hang, on hang on the same nail too long. Just me or you? Oh, you go. My ears can't stand to hear the same old song, and I don't stay on one road long <laughs> enough. The bog down in the mud Cause I've got rambling fever in my blood Jeff P. Davis I caught this rambling fever long ago When I first heard a lonesome whistle blow If someone ever said I gave a damn Well they damn sure told you wrong I've had a rambling fever all along. Everyone join in. Everyone except that one guy. Fever. The kind that can't be measured by degrees. Rambling fever. There ain't no kind of cure for my disease. But there's times I'd like to bed down on a sofa. And let some pretty lady rub my back <laughs> And spend the early morning drinking coffee And dreaming about when I'll be coming back Take her up. Yeah, but I don't let no woman tie me down And I'll never get too old to get around I want to die beside the highway and right away some old highlight pole and rest this rambling fever in my soul. Alright, sing you motherfuckers. Rambling fever kinda can't be measured by degrees. Rambling fever. Rambling fever. Ain't no kind of cure for my disease. Ain't no kind of cure for my disease. One more chorus. Thank you all for coming to Harmontown, everybody. Let's give it up for Mitch Hurwitz, Rob Schraub. I'm Jeff Davis. Give it up for Robbie Folks, everybody. Spencer Crittenden, Dan Harmon is your mayor. Thank you so much. Zach, put a beat on. Thank you all. Drive fast and take chances. Thank you so much for coming down. Watch Creep Show this Thursday. Watch Creep Show. Creep Show. This Thursday. This Creep Thursday. Show. My episode is it's on, on Shudder.
Check it out. Only reason I showed up tonight was to prom promote that. Glad I got it in there. Star Bands Audio, a, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.